Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well after a crazy, crazy week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happening over there. Well, I know that, I don't know if you remember, I told you on the last show that um, I was moving this coming, uh, the week of the 16th. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, <laughs> the movers broke my 65-inch TV. It <gasps> happened. Yeah. Which oh. cost more than the move itself. I was having issues with <clears throat> my cable company getting my modems and stuff set up. And, yeah, it's been crazy so, so are they are they going to pay for your tv well i'm still trying to track them down because i i connected with this moving company who claimed to be an llc mm-hmm. um through this company called uh thumbtack it's like an angie's list type of deal mm-hmm. and you know everything so i'm i put in a request to have my money refunded i had to go buy a whole nother TV and you know TVs over over 50 inches is not cheap right you know so yeah crazy yeah probably uh I'd probably be a little upset about that (laughs) if I were you too oh I was you know the cable man come to set up the TV and all it had was jagged lines (laughs) wow yeah so I am not a happy camper. Hold on one second. Okay. I didn't know if you heard the washer because it's going on in the background. So, all right. Sorry, guys. I know we kind of digressed a little bit starting off the show, but yeah, it's been a crazy week. And it also has been pretty interesting this week on both soaps, right? Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're really kind of doubling down on this Mariah storyline. And then that whole thing with Quinn and Eric, oh my goodness. Yeah, didn't really see that one coming. Uh, No. So we got (laughs) to talk about that. All right. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I, and I'm Leticia, We both recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful, and this week is for the week of August 16th through the 20th. And what we normally do is we'll recap the first half of the show with The Young and the Restless, and then the second half is with The Bold and the Beautiful. And then at the end, we do a segment called Flip the Script, where um, if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we wish was different, this is where we flip the script. So, all right. So let's jump into this um, without further ado. So for the week, I mean, uh, for the week of August sixteenth, uh, the Young and the Restless, Ashlyn decided to let Harrison live with Kyle and Summer in Italy. Victoria and Ashlyn plan to have a lavish wedding in Tuscany. 
Devon became suspicious when Stitch returned to town. Mariah panicked when she realized she might give birth in captivity. And Chloe warned Sally about Adam. Mm -hmm. So, which one do you want to tackle first? Uh, Mariah's storyline. Okay. So, I don't know if you saw an article. They posted it in social media. With Donnie Boaz, um, I guess Young and the Restless, the TV show, posted pictures of both Stitch and Abby. Mm -hmm. And Donnie Boaz, which was the chance that got let go, mm -hmm. he posted a vomit emoji. <laughs> oh. And a lot of the fans responded to that because... You know, number one, they responded asking him to come back. Number mm -hmm. two, they responded to the fact that, you know, the storyline is just ridiculously boring. Yeah. And then the other thing is um, the fact that it's just too slow. I mean, it's boring, it's slow, you know. And then he said that, and I don't know if this is true, I'm just quoting him. Mm -hmm. He said that, that they're not recasting the Chance character and that Chance is pretty much done. He's not coming back. Interesting. Which is, I, it doesn't make any sense. And my thing is if you, Donnie Boaz has been gone from Young and the Restless since December. It is almost September. It's nine months. Yeah. So I get it if you want to send him on this secret mission, but they could have ended that a long time ago and say, hey, he's not coming back. Definitely. It's almost like they painted themselves into a corner. Um, of course they did. Creating the storyline of them um, having this baby. And then now all this drama is happening. And it's like, whose husband wouldn't come back knowing, regardless of if they were on some kind of special mission? Like, you can't tell me that they wouldn't be able to bring someone's husband home if there was some type of situation going on where they thought um, their surrogate was kidnapped or something like that. And my thing is, how are they going to explain Chance not coming back? Did you right. kill him off? Did he get killed or is he just saying, I can't do this with the Abby anymore. I'm leaving. I'm never coming back. How are you going to write this dude, uh, write the Chance character completely out of the script yeah. if what Donnie Boaz is saying is true? Yeah, because I don't them killing off Chance. So mm -hmm. that only leaves the Chance basically left with a, ch with a uh, child. Yeah. But the crazy thing is he's not genetically even connected to the child. Yeah. That child is the genetic connection of Abby and Devon. Yep. Mariah's carrying it. That's it. So I don't know if he's going to how they're going to write this where it doesn't come across offensive. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So I mean are you like you said are they going to kill him off? I don't think they're going to do that. Why would they? I mean, mm -hmm. there's no chancellors left. You got chancellor industry with no chancellors. Right. I mean, Jill only pops in every blue moon, but it seems like she's more concerned about Billy's company than uh, Chance Com than the rest of Chancellor. 
Yep. So I don't know. I think they screwed up. I think they thought, like you said, they wrote themselves in the corner and don't know how to get out. Yeah, definitely did that. You know, and now you bring in Stitch, and I'm like, okay, if you were going to bring anybody back, if you don't want to bring Donnie Boaz back, we said this about a hundred thousand times so far on this show. Bring somebody to replace Chance, but no, you bring Stitch. Yeah, and and then the so if they're not recasting. Not recasting Chance, mm-hmm. and they bring Stitch. They're bringing Stitch back, or they brought him back. And I don't know, like, if they're bringing him back for <clears throat> a trial run to see if they're going to put him on contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a feeling that you know, if the rumor is true that Chance isn't coming back, that they're going to have that Stitch is probably not the one behind this kidnapping, and they're going to end up putting Stitch and Abby back together but they're just making him look like the suspicious person right now. Right. And maybe it'll be a situation night and they raise the baby together. Okay, but what would be the interest in that? I mean, it's not like I found that Stitch was more interesting with um, her mom than with her. With Ashley? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I actually stitch and um, Abby together. Oh, you do? Yeah, when they were together before. I liked them together. Mm. Okay. I didn't... Or, there was something about him and Ashley that didn't mesh to me. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, there's... You know, uh, some people see one way, and that's cool, you know. Um mm-hmm. I think that's why they posted those pictures, Young and Restless um, production team posted those pictures of Abby and Stitch just to kind of get the temperature of what the fans thought. And I don't think they got, according to what I was reading, they didn't get the warm reception that they thought that they were going to get. Well, the fact that they basically got Stitch on here lying right now and acting creepy Mm -hmm. doesn't Mm -hmm. help that. I think I think if he had come back and there wasn't any like suspicion behind with with the viewers behind um, whether or not he's behind Mariah being kidnapped, it probably would have been a little different. Because I remember when he first like his first um, day back on, people were excited to see him because Mm -hmm. he was a he was a well liked character before, Mm -hmm. and then as we go on and we see that he's lying about the job and you know, acting suspicious, looking in her window and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that, like this kind of changed my opinion of him a little bit, like to where it's like, okay, have him go away or let's find out what he's doing. And it's kind of disappointing because he, that what that's not kind of character that he was. So if they're making him out to be this kidnapper and stalker, stalkery type of person and there's no real explanation behind the things that he's that we've seen him do mm-hmm. and yeah that's a little disappointing yeah um, I mean I don't know I just I think it's a mess I mean you wrote this guy off and then he I think he from what I understand the timeline they let him go then Donnie Boaz contracted COVID 
And then he was like, he's not being asked back. Nobody know the reasons why. You know, all that whole thing is just around his departure is definitely hush-hush. And I mean, we'll probably never know what the true story is behind that. But he definitely wasn't happy about being let go. But now that you let this guy go, there's no chance of uh, there's no chance of chance coming back. <laughs> right. And and um you drag this storyline so long, you create this whole I'm gonna have Mariah, Devon, Abby, and then we got Tessa as the girlfriend. And then Nina was here, and now she's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I just think they really botched that up. And they really need to close this up so we can move on. Because this storyline does absolutely nothing for the show, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. It does nothing. And then they make it worse that by them dragging it on by, you know, Sharon and... Uh, Abby and some of them talking about oh well she's taking a vacation oh we need to leave her alone I mean we went through what three months of that yeah and now all of a sudden oh wow we need to take it seriously I'm like y'all could have wrapped this storyline up months ago yeah and (laughs) I I wonder like what I wonder what the I mean we can all speculate all day long but I wonder what the reasoning is behind them not even recasting the chance character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it's it's just it just doesn't make sense. And you know, I when I read that article, I'm like, okay, at least I'm not the only one because I know we've talked about it how bad it is right now with that storyline. Mm-hmm. But you know, at least we're not the only ones. We're not in the minority to see that this is just not it's just not going anywhere. It's not working. It's not interesting. Nothing about it is. I'm more interested right now in Sally and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Same. Nothing but, you know, and we'll talk about that later. There's so many other things that it's almost like I want to fast forward <clears throat> through that whole Mariah storyline because it's like, okay, not again. Y'all looking for her. What y'all gonna do? You know, and then we also saw this week where what really just irritated me is when we saw Ray go question Adam about Mariah's disappearance. I'm like, yeah, dude, did you learn sense. from this the first time? <laughs> yeah, it's like, where did, where, how did you become suspicious of Adam? You know what I mean? It's not like him and Mariah had some type of, um, you know, feud or something going on at the time I don't I I barely even remember him and Mariah being in the same room together and that's what Adam said we are barely in each uh, last time he said he saw her was when he gave Faith the kidney and I mean Ray is like well it's not beneath you to be doing something nefarious I mean it's like do y'all want this guy to change or what when all these years, and it's irritating what Chloe is doing. I mean, that's a whole nother storyline we're yeah. going to talk about. But these folks forever saying, you need to change. You need to be a better person. What you're not doing is nice. And when the dude tries to, then y'all want to push him back into that life. Right. 
You know, and for Ray to come up in there thinking that he would do something to Mariah because of him and Sharon, I'm like, Ray, get over yourself, okay? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he Ray knows I, he did that just because he just wanted a reason to go over there and basically harass Adam. You know, I, honestly, I, I hope that him and Sally get together, then it shut everybody down. I mean, because uh, except for Chloe, <laughs> but we, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, this whole Mariah storyline, everybody he could have questioned, you go first to Adam. It's like, come on, Ray. Right. Let well, it go. I know you you feeling some kind of you in your feelings when it comes to Adam. But did you have to go there? Yeah, that was totally unnecessary. It was unnecessary. It's a waste of time, waste of energy. He up in there throwing his weight around and you know, when was the last time you actually saw Mariah? Are you serious right now? You were wrong about him poisoning you. Now you won't do it again? Right. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I, I that whole thing is crazy, but yeah, it really makes Stitch look look real creepy. It definitely does. With him just <laughs> popping up, you know, and even Devon felt some kind of way about that. Yeah, you know, it's like he's like, "Well, why are you even here?" I mean, you keep popping up, you keep showing up. You acting, I thought you, and then he put the two to two together about the job that Nate had. Right. Which I don't understand why Stitch wouldn't think that people would find that out in that small town. They yeah. know that they had doctors in their in their circle with, you know, mm-hmm. Elena and Nate. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... It just, like I said, this whole storyline was just ridiculous. I mean, I, I, we can probably go on circles and say the same thing every time about this one. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Did you have anything on that storyline? <clears throat> no. No one else to say. I just can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> me too. Okay. So... Let's talk about. Um, do you want to talk about Chloe and Sally and Adam? Yeah, we can. Okay. So I remember us when we were got fed up with the whole thing with Chelsea and with the whole thing of Sharon. Because my thing is, I think that ship has sailed. Him and Sharon should have got together back in 2019, 2020, and when it didn't happen, I'm at the point, let's move on. And uh, I remember us having a conversation where we were trying to match them up with people, mm-hmm. and Sally was one of them. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, fast forward to the week of August 16, 2021, looks like we might be getting our wish. Yep. And I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, I, I will, especially when Chelsea comes back, is when it'll get really interesting. Yeah. So I can't, that's what I can't wait for. If they do go down this path with um, her and Adam, I, even if they don't, just, I just want to see how Chelsea, I want to see how they're going to have Chelsea 
and her interactions with Sally be like is she going to embrace Sally and you know think that it's great and fun that they've got a team member or is she going to look at Sally as competition because she's a good designer well I think they set it up in place because remember that last conference call that or video chat that Adam had with Chelsea remember Mm -hmm. and it sounded like she was trying to make amends and do things and get back together and be a family with Connor so I think they put that out there to give us the idea that, oh, yes, she won back, right? Mm-hmm. Now bringing Sally into this mix, which we kind of touched on last week, is putting a situation where if him and Sally start to build a relationship and they become a couple, mm-hmm. that sets up your triangle you're talking about. So they already are trying to set that in motion just by this conversation that Adam had with Chelsea um, the video chat before you know was it two weeks ago or last week or something yeah I think that was last week mm-hmm. so yeah they're trying to set that in motion that she's still interested in him and moving him in the space with Sally and she comes back after her you know Melissa Claire Egan have a baby and come back you know from maternity leave oh yeah it's about to be a huge triangle yeah but honestly, I want to see them two together. I think they could be a powerhouse together. Yeah, I still stand by my opinion of it. So you don't like I it? Only, no, no, no. I, I want to see them together, but I would only like it if she doesn't drag Adam back down the path of doing all the scheming and stuff that she's been doing. Well, actually, I saw Monday's episode, uh, the 26th, and he actually pulls her out peels her off the wall because obviously I will say that Phyllis is going to stick it to her again Mm -hmm. and she wants to uh, you know of course be revengeful but Adam toned her down I would just say you know so he might have more of a better impact on her at this point because I mean he goes into detail about why her decision is not good because of what he has done mm-hmm. and what he, you out, you know, it's a whole conversation that they have. So it's a possibility that he could do the opposite effect for her. Though. Hopefully so. Say it again. I was saying, hopefully so. And hopefully it sticks this time. I felt like, what the kind of person that Jack is that she that that would influence her not to want to do some of the stuff that she's pulled and it didn't it didn't influence her at all so I'm hoping that maybe if she's maybe coming from someone else that has done some of the you know same kind of played some of the same kind of games that she's played and teaching her some of the lessons that he had to learn hopefully that will influence her a little more than whatever didn't work with Jack. Well, here's the thing. One thing I will say about Jack and Adam. Adam doesn't stand in a place of judgment with her. And I, you know, because that whole, they get a lot of TV time on Monday. Mm -hmm. 
And I would say that Adam doesn't stand in judgment of her. He know what that life is like because he's done that and worse. Whereas Jack is a little bit different. I don't think she would have had the motivation. She wanted the lie and scheme to keep him. But the thing is, Adam knows what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And so by him saying, look, you don't want to you don't want to be in the position that I'm trying to dig myself out of, because right now I'm trying to be the best version of myself. But people won't allow me to move forward because of everything that I've done to them. So mm-hmm. by him imparting that to her, he's warning her. Don't dig us. Don't dig yourself in a hole in this town with these people because you will never live it down. So I'm, you know, and yeah. so she looked at that, and I'm glad he put that out there, you know, because Chloe, on the other hand, is one of those people that is not living it down. There is no, if I was Adam, I would be side eyeing her every moment because this girl talks bad about him behind his back all the time. I'm like, why? She talks bad about him to his face too. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, and, and he's trying to do this for Chelsea. Okay, fine. I want her to have a job and blah, blah, blah. But you can't continue to keep coming in my office talking crazy to me. I don't know what you're saying behind my back. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to give you full autonomy as running this whole fashion design line. And a place for Chelsea. And you coming up in here trying to talk crazy. It's almost like she's purposely antagonizing him to go back. Because then that'll add to that narrative she has in her head. She has this narrative in her head that Adam is never going to change. So I need to prove that so I won't be wrong. And the only way for me to prove that is to keep poking the bear until he snaps. Mm -hmm. And that's what she continues to do. And it's like, girl... Stop. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> and Kevin don't make it no better either. You know, and it's like y'all are far from reproach. I mean, yeah, that Kevin. girl has tried to kill. He, She has tried to attempted murder on Adam's life, what, three times, I think? I'm not Either sure two or three. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was the one that was supposed to went to therapy to get over all of this and need to move on with my life. Remember, she was trying to help Billy. You shouldn't be so vengeful. And now we back yeah. at it all over again. Yeah. Yeah, she, um, even with the way that she keeps going back and forth with Sally about it, and it's like Sally is an adult. She's exactly. a woman. I mean, yeah, if you want to warn her about the stuff that he's done before, do that but after that if Sally chooses to continue her friendship with Adam there's nothing you can do about that and nagging her is not going to change her mind nope you know what I mean she's not she's treating Sally as if she's her child and she's forbidding her to hang out with a friend that she doesn't like yeah well you know I mean it, it continues into next into Monday with Chloe and you know because they you know, Adam and Sally reconnects again and have a couple drinks, you know, and so it's like, let them be. No, I mean, people could have told you about Kevin. Exactly. But decide to marry him anyway. 
people told you about Adam, but you decided to work for him anyway. So, I mean, why can't Sally make the decision to interact with Adam like she wants to? Right. And if that turns into a relationship, that's none of your business. It sure isn't, but you know she's going to make it her business, especially, oh, of course. especially when Chelsea comes back. I can guarantee. But see, remember, she don't want Chelsea with him either. Now, now what are you going to do now? Try I know Chelsea to come in between them. Come on. Well, that 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 could be one thing that she does. Well, this is my this maybe him and Sally being together isn't such a bad idea because now I can keep well not I can keep but now that means Chelsea can't be with them. But I could also see her doing the opposite because she knows that Chelsea is Adam mm-hmm. and. Doing, doing, I don't know, doing stuff to cause drama and issues between um, Adam and Sally and Chelsea. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, Chloe needs to take a step back. You hired this girl to work the job. He's the boss. He's the owner. Blah blah blah. If he wants to interact with Chelsea, I mm-hmm. mean with uh, with Sally. Sally. It's his choice, and vice versa. Right. Hi, hey, Spencer. <laughs> I can, I'm, just, I'm in here trying to make you right behind me, whining. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spencer makes his appearance. He likes Sally and Adam, too. So. <laughs> he probably would. Um, okay. So... Let's see. Did we have anything else with the... Oh, what did you think about Gloria trying to put her herself in that position that Sally's no longer in? I'm trying to understand why Gloria thinks she's qualified for that. Gloria I mean, thinks she is qualified for everything. I mean, honestly, she does because she has ran companies. What... But she, I like the fact that she did stick it to Lauren because she was like, you got the nerve to tell me how bad I am for the job when you had Sally in there. So <laughs> she had me rolling. She I hilarious. was cracking up. Gloria is Gloria. You know. But I wonder are they really trying to find a um, a more permanent role for her because it's it's like they keep bringing her back, but then it's like they don't know what to do with her. They like yeah. she pops in, she pops out, she pops in, she pops out, and it's like what are we do. And, and as annoying as Gloria can be, I actually like her character because she's one of the. I think she's one of the people that brings um, excitement to the show. Mm-mm. Yep. Yep, so I don't know what they're going to do with her, but she definitely, she had me rolling. That whole thing. <laughs> I just want you to, I'm ordering champagne. I need you to congratulate me on my new position. And she just put herself right. in as the new executive of uh, JCB. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, let's see, what else do we have with that? We didn't get no Amanda uh none of them this week, right? Mm-mm. Okay. No no Amanda. Um we got a little bit of uh Lily and Divine though. 
and Lily and Billy. And what, because I missed some parts because, of course, at one point I didn't have a TV. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can fill me in on that. I tried to watch it online, but mm-hmm. you know, I also had internet interruptions too. So, um, what happened with Lily and Devon? Um, nothing really. He was just kind of filling Lily in on the whole Mariah situation. And, you know, telling her that, like, basically nobody has any clue where she is, but it's starting to get suspicious and they're starting to figure out that she's probably been taken and not that it's her, like, wanting to go away, um, having time away from everybody. Mm -hmm. So that's really all that interaction was between them. But he did, he had an interaction with Victoria where they they also talked about the situation with um, Mariah and Abby. And mm-hmm. the baby, but she actually complimented Victoria or um, complimented Lily on how accommodating she's been with the kids, and she's like, you know, most most women wouldn't do that in a new relationship where they just let someone's kids unexpectedly basically move into the house, and um, yeah. so she was like very complimentary of Lily, and you know, thankful that she allowed that to happen. Um, and she she said something about it speaks to the kind of person that she is and that and the relationship that her and Billy have or something like that. So I thought that was sweet of Victoria to say. You know, that's the crazy thing. I, like I said before, and I think we've had this conversation, if not last week, the week before. Her mm-hmm. uprooting her kids out of her house to move that man in there. And Monday's episode, I think, for some reason, and everybody, you know, of course, we saw Victor, and because this might as well lead us into the Ashland and Victoria storyline, but Nick, Billy, and Victor Mm -hmm. are suspicious because this man, I mean, it's happening so fast. And I mean, Monday even solidifies a, a, some of their suspicions because this man here is making plans like he ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'll see what I'm talking about on Monday's episode. And I'm like, okay, so I see where they're going. Because remember, they were going to keep that other girl on contract. They figured that they probably could do better with that storyline than with Terrell's storyline. Yeah. I mean, because like I said last week, if this is going in the direction that we think it's going, this is going to be the biggest coup of the century. Yep, sure is. You know, I mean, and the fact of the matter is, like Nick was saying, they really don't know this man. They don't know this man. Right. You know, you know what's in the news and stuff like that, but, you know, they they really, she really don't know him. All she know is that she figured that he's at the end of his life and she went in to get a merger, but she she got in her feelings in the process. Yeah. I I wonder how though. Mm-hmm. 
Well, he. I mean, even with them being. Mm-hmm. Victoria is too smart to not. I would think that she's too smart to not have some type of prenup or something or something that really defines like what happens with their businesses in the case of her being married or in the case, even in the case of like divorce or whatever. So I'm just trying to figure out how. Oh, no, you're fine. I'm just trying to figure out how even with him being married to her, would he take over those companies? Well, I mean, the thing is, is that just say, because Victoria is thinking with the end in mind. She's not thinking that this man could survive this cancer and then he be part owner of Newman Industries. Because, I mean, with them merging that company as one, mm-hmm. who's to say, because remember, he came in as the Loch Ness Monster. Who's to say he didn't build in a clause that, and you know how the writers is when there's a coup, that now he owns both companies. So that removes one of the biggest national companies that Victor ever owned onto being a part of... I'm curious to see where the writers are going to direct this because when you you find out what this man decided to create on Monday, it got Victoria looking at him like WTF. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, that should tell. And I was up there, I was talking. I'm like, don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, you need to look at this. This is trying to tell you something. Why is this man planning on buildings? And I'll just say this. He's planning on creating something that's three years in advance. Why would you even be planning that if you know that you probably won't be here three months? Right. And Victoria's got her confused, like, what, why are we even talking about this? Because you're not going to be here. That's all on my terms. He's creating things as if he's not going anywhere. And so that's what has Nick so concerned. At first, Victor was like, yeah, okay. And Billy, I think that even though he says he's worried about his kids, I think there's a little bit more to that than him that he's not admitting, you know. But, yeah, I, I think that Victoria is about to be had. And, um, and I, I mean, that's why, you know, she came in trying to pull a merger. She happened to get lost in her feelings in the process mm-hmm. because her original intent was to get that company. She knew this man was dying. She saw an opportunity. It was business. And the process of it all, she fell for this dude. This dude probably looked at it like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, he's going to have this miracle cure. Cancer's gone. He ain't going nowhere. She stuck with him, and he got a whole new company. Yeah. So, but I'm here for it, though. <laughs> yeah. Because it will make things your, exciting. What'd you say? things exciting for sure well november sweeps is coming up so they plan their wedding is planned for october 
Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility that that's probably um hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. That's probably why where they're building up. Now my question is I, October is like six weeks away. So do we have to endure this for the next six weeks? Uh, <laughs> well know? I'm sure they're gonna throw in some things here and there to keep it interesting. Yeah, I hope so. Because when she said that wedding was in October, I'm like, dang, it's only August. I was hoping that they would do it in the next <laughs> few weeks so we can get the big blow up. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then what did you think about him allowing um, Kyle and Summer to take care of, of Harrison? That whole thing just doesn't make sense to me either. Like I get I get that he's supposedly dying, but you're really comfortable with letting your child go to another country to be cared for by two kids who don't have any experience with children in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. That little boy don't know. I mean, yeah, he's been in Kyle's house for the last what months. Mm-hmm. But that little boy don't know Kyle. And he's only sure really interacted with Summer like a couple of times. So yeah, that was that was an unrealistic um in my opinion, an unrealistic little thing. Like I Yeah. I, I don't know. Exactly. I, I mean if they wanted to get rid of, you know, and I don't want to say it like that, but if they're not gonna have the child actor around that was just for that little time period. Mm-hmm. Having him just go off to, you know, Europe with Kyle and Summer, it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it just weird to me. Yeah. Now, listen, what if they created something even crazier? What if that is his biological child? And the writers set it up where Tara was also a part of this. This what set up that um, yeah, and they he gets her out of jail. She is now, you know, girl. That would be so crazy if they actually added that extra twist into the storyline. Yeah, that would be. That actually wouldn't be a bad twist. Right, because. Well, they did get the divorce, but it could all be fake. You know, they could write this any way they wanted to. I mean, it would have been, it'd be crazy if all three of them were, I mean, him and Tara was all a part of this big scheme. Yeah, for sure. You know, which also included the Abbots, which included the Newmans. And, you know, that's huge to have that type of an impact on two two powerful families. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it would be interesting, but uh, yeah. Um, what else did they have? And then this big Victoria and this big wedding. What do you think about how her and wanting to let the world know and be the wedding of the century? I feel like because they're planning this whole huge thing, there's going to be dramatic that happens. Um, I, I I think whatever it is, it's going to embarrass her. Because Victoria isn't, she's not a flashy person. You know what I mean? 
right like this to me this wedding seems something that's out of character for her her wanting this mm-hmm. big, <clears throat> her wanting a big flashy <coughs> excuse me a big flashy wedding mm-hmm. seems out of character for her so you know there's wedding you know a wedding cannot happen without some type of drama ensuing in the soaps so I feel like this is a setup to either maybe they find out what Ashlyn if, if that Ashlyn is like actually planning something mm-hmm. Um, or I I don't know. There's gonna be something that happens though, because they they keep talking about and making a big deal about this big wedding that she wants. Nick or she's gonna get. Yeah, and my thing is the, the the getting married part wasn't actually her idea; it was his. Right. They she was just gonna basically love on him and take care of him until he you know to the end of his days. Yep. This was his idea, and then she took it from there. And one thing that I will say that Nick says is, like, why couldn't she just be happy and stay with the dude instead of she got to go and do this whole big thing with him? What's up with that? And, you know, I don't, you know, yeah, like you say, this big lavish Tuscany wedding definitely is leading up to a big explosion. Yeah. Which, hey, you know, it makes for good TV. It does. She's definitely going to be embarrassed. Yeah, but I want to know what it is, though. Girl, I can't wait to see what the the big twist is. Me either. <laughs> what did you think about, and then, because I think we, that was pretty much all that happened this week, um, unless you know of some other things, but... um. When Harrison asked about his mama and they lied to him, I mean, you can't tell a boy that his mama is in jail. But how did you think that they handled it? Especially Jack, because he was the one that, you know, got that comment from Harrison. Yeah. What was what? What did they tell Harrison where she was at? So. Kyle, I mean, Jack was like, we finna go and take a, this trip on a plane and he was like, I'm going to see mommy and he was like, no, we're not going to go see mommy. Um, he said something like, we'll see mommy soon or something like that. I forgot what it was, but it was like, okay. Pretty soon. Go ahead. That, I mean, jail is kind of hard to explain to a child his age. So, right. I don't blame them for not. Um, I don't know. I don't blame them for not saying anything to him right now. Mm-hmm. That's something that's going to take some time to explain. Yeah, I, I think as long as they, as long as they keep telling Harrison, like you know, you're, you, we know you haven't seen your mom in a while, but your mom loves you. Um, you know, she wanted to be blah, blah, blah. She's always, well, you know what I mean? Just as long as they talk about her, I feel like in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Her did love her. She does love her son. Um, right. I, I think his age right now that that would be good enough and that they don't really need to do anything more than that. Mm-hmm. If he was like 10 or 12, it'd be a different mm-hmm. story. Right. But he's. I'm sorry, he's that was a buzzer. 
<laughs> oh no, it's okay. What is Harrison like? Four or something like that? I think three or four. Something three or four. Like so yeah, I, in my opinion, he's too young to even try to explain something like that to him. Just as mm-hmm. long as they're letting him know, you know, we we can't see her for a while because she's busy or she had to go away for something. Um, but and I would think that Tara probably wouldn't want him to know either. Because she can call, like she can call Kyle's phone and they can talk on the phone. It's not like mm-hmm. she doesn't have access to a phone. He's just not able to go see well. He'd go see her as well, but I wouldn't want her son to see him in jail, to, to see her in jail. So I as long as they've like got some kind of communication set up with him, I don't think they need to because of why she's not around. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I'm looking at an article that uh, um, Amelia Hindley had an interview about the whole storyline of her, and Victoria, and, and Ashlyn Locke. Uh-huh. And she says something pretty interesting. Hold on. Oh, where did it go? She, um, she said, where did it go? Man, I should have held it right there. I was scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, but it was something like the fact that she wonders how they're going to do this story in a way that they've never done before. It was something like that. So, that could be interesting because if it goes into a direction like what we're talking about, I don't think they've ever had such a big hostile takeover on this show that I can remember. Do you? I mean, we've seen Jack take over of Newman and then of course we've seen uh, Victor take over Jabot, but that's not nothing huge. You know, but to see the great Victor Newman and his company be overtaken in such a way that they never really saw it coming, and it was through his own daughter, that's definitely something different than we've probably ever seen. Yeah, I don't think an outsider has ever has ever taken over um, right. Newman. It's always been, well, I mean, technically Jack is an outsider, but that's the typical where it would always go back and forth between Jabot and Newman. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember there being a time where Catherine even took over um, Newman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be different for a, a, a total outsider, someone who isn't from the their community mm-hmm. or from their city coming in and being able to pull something like that off over Victor of all people. Exactly. I could see this happening more so, you know, nothing against Jack. I, I like Jack, but I could see something like this happening to him and his company. Like if it was a, a, a female version of Ashlyn, because Jack can be so naive and um, so caught up in love sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I definitely wouldn't expect this from Victoria. Yeah, I mean... 
Yeah, I wouldn't either. And the thing is, Adam right now is trying to undermine that merger. And mm-hmm. Victor keep giving him the steel wall, like, don't touch that. Don't even go there. Don't even think about it. If this happens to blow up in his face, meaning Victor, mm-hmm. and it turn out the direction that it may go into, Adam is, I don't think he would tell Victor, I told you so, but oh, he totally been would. trying, would you say? He totally would. He wouldn't like rub it in his face, I told you face, so. Right. He, would, he would say like, this is why I wanted to do this. Right. That's true. So, you know, I mean, because, yeah, Adam is wanting to come in there and break that whole thing up, find the holes and the weaknesses in that merger. And Victor is like, don't do it. So it's like, okay, (laughs) you want me to stay here? Because I can guarantee you, if he allows Adam to go searching, Adam will find the weaknesses and the problems. Yeah, he would. But because they're trying to keep him out of it, which is great, because that keeps uh, Adam's nose clean and all of this. I'm I'm okay with that because you know if if he did come in, they would have made Adam look like the bad guy. But now because you know Victor is like, nope, don't touch it. Victoria is like gung ho. Ashlyn is all in for whatever he's doing. Adam steers clear of it. So, yep. Yeah. Um, do we have anything else on that storyline? Um, no, not not this one in particular. Okay, you really, got something else. The only other thing that I had um, that we hadn't talked about already was the um. It looks like they're trying to put Jack and Phyllis back together. Like it's it was obvious this week that they're testing the waters to see what people want. No. Do you want that? Mm-mm. Me either. <laughs> nope. I want them to I want them to find somebody new for Jack. Yeah. Stop rotating the cycle with that. Yeah. Just go on and what? keep Phyllis over there with Nick and Find somebody new for Jack. Somebody Nick, listen, girl, his Nick in his blonde wig. I was a dying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I like Nick and Phyllis together because Nick doesn't do stuff like that when he's with other people. Mm-mm. They don't do, he doesn't, you know, he's not, he doesn't act silly or, you know, the video game thing. And they don't, he doesn't have fun like he does when he's with. Um, uh, Phyllis, he didn't do mm. it with Chelsea. He's not like that with Sharon. Like that never would have happened if Sharon and Nick were paired up together, or even mm. him and Chelsea. So that's why I love those two together. It's kind of like um, uh, one of the reasons why I preferred Steffi with Liam because Liam was much more fun mm-hmm. in that kind of way, like um, Nick is with Phyllis, and he's mm-hmm. not like that with Hope, but. I'm, you know, I'm happy with what Steffi's with now. But yeah, I I love those two together. That blonde wig had me in tears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that scene was so funny. Uh, you know, like you say, it keeps it fun 
Mm-hmm. Jack needs that type of person. He needs somebody to bring that fun side out of him. Right. But I don't and think he's Phyllis, though. No, because I don't I don't remember when him and Phyllis are together, I don't feel like they have that same kind of um interaction that she no. has with Nick. Nope. And I, I know people probably say, well, I mean, they had Jack and Sally together and you didn't like that. And I'm like, but there were just there's a way to be fun and spontaneous be a good mm-hmm. parent. And there's also a, you still have to match the maturity level. And to me, Sally's maturity level wasn't the same as Jack's. Like they oh, just didn't seem like on the same playing field in that in that respect. Even even when they put remember when they put Gloria and Jack together, it's like no, yeah. And they had they had their little sexcapade or whatever. I'm like, how? <laughs> I mean, I know how, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like I, I just no, I didn't see that. Now that went the opposite direction. Yeah, you know, so it's like, do y'all know who to put him with? I he think... would have, you know, who he would have been good with the girl Eva Larue, the girl that played um um Lola's mom. Oh yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind if that. That would have been a good match for him. Yeah. Him or somebody that's like, that's kind of got like Lauren's personality. Right. Because at one moment I saw them talking together. I think they were Kim testing both of them. They were Kim testing mm-hmm. Lauren and Jack and Phyllis and Jack. And it's like, just get him somebody new. Bring somebody in. You can bring Stitch in. You can bring somebody else in. Come on now. Right. Bring somebody in for that dude. Now, at least we can say with Adam putting Sally in, on his radar, that's new. Because he's yeah. never been, you know, it's either been Chelsea or Sharon. Chelsea or Sharon. Chelsea or Sharon. It's like, okay, whatever. Stop rotating that. Yeah. Now putting Sally in there, that's something fresh, is new, is different, is interesting to explore. They look like they have great on-screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. I would have even put her, meaning Sally, when um, what's his name was out was on the show, Theo. Yeah, I remember talking about that one too. Yeah, you brought that up. You know, I think it was late last year. You know, why not keep Theo on the scene? Those two would have been hot together. Yep. But it's like, okay, I hope they don't mess this up with Sally and Adam because I would like to see how they can make that progress, which I think they're going to stick with this one for a while. But when it comes to Jack, bring somebody else new on there for him. It's not that complicated, I don't think. I'm not a writer, but... You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Oh, it, it was cutting out for a little bit, so I wasn't sure if it completely went away. Yeah, so, you know, I, I wish that they would just, uh, you know, bring somebody new in. Okay, I can hear you. I don't know what happened. Sorry about that, guys. We got cut off for a brief moment. 
But as I was saying, I would hope that they would bring in somebody new for Jack. Say it again. I said I would hope that they would bring in somebody new for Jack. Yeah. Brandon, no ties to the to anyone else. Yeah, bringing somebody else don't rotate folks around. You know, give him because right now, if if Lauren is with Michael and Phyllis is with with Nick, there's nobody else free and available for him right now. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, bringing somebody new. That's all I can say. Did you have anything else on any other? Was there anything that we missed? Um, no, nothing big. Everything else was just like little things in between, like the like, little conversation Nikki and Sally had, where she was basically warning. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah, other than that, and then oh, Billy, Billy and his little Victoria is making a mistake. Which she might be, but Billy, mm-hmm. let her family handle this, not you. Your kids aren't in, in harm's way because they're staying with you and Lily. Like, use is, I just I have to make sure that my kids are okay. Um, that you know they're not going to be hurt, and it's like your kids aren't even around Ashlyn, so you can't use that excuse. And now it's right. well, she's the mother of my kids she's happy and it's like it's excuse after excuse mm-hmm. just mind your business worry about your children who are living with you and your girlfriend your current girlfriend before you lose her because you can't stay out of your ex's business yeah I mean it it, it makes it look disingenuous what he's doing I mean if he is truly concerned about Victoria's safety Okay, fine, but because you're her ex, mm-hmm. it looks disingenuous. It looks like you're a jealous ex. Exactly. That's and it's not like it's not have a father and a brother who are also looking out for her. So you don't need to be Victoria's hero. If there's something suspicious going on with Ashlyn, if he you know is truly doing something behind her back, mm-hmm. or even the whole um, them feeling like you know Victoria is going to be hurt if Ashlyn doesn't make it through his illness and passes away like that is her business she's got a yes. support system and she's got family that will take care of her you don't need to be that yeah she signed up for that mm-hmm. you know so it's like you're going to have to let her have that you know and whatever happens with that she has to reap the end result or the outcome of that. Right. You know, but then Billy, what didn't make it any better is him showing up late in the evening when they was about to have dinner and do all this stuff. It was like, dude, you just, now I could see if it was something with the kids. All you had to do is call. You didn't have to show up at the house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That was an obvious. I'm it was obvious, here and to, it doesn't look good for him. Yeah, I'm popping up over here to see what y'all doing, basically. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much trying to be nosy. Yep. 
All right. Was that it on The Young and the Restless for this week? Yes. Okie dokie. Let's move on. Um. Okay, so we're going to move on to The Bold and the Beautiful. And this week we had two storylines. We had Finn confided in Paris but asked her not to tell Steffi. Eric ripped up the divorce papers. Quinn and Cardi- Carter professed love for each other. Mm-hmm. Quinn returned to the mansion but slept alone. Sheila warned Jack about ordering her around after she kept his secrets. Okay, so which storyline you want to go with first? The fan storyline or the Quinn storyline? Let's do Quinn's first. Okay, so what did you think about them telling each other, I love you, we need to make an announcement before, this is before the divorce paper thing, about them coming out as being an official couple? Um, I I know it's soaps. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like the "I love you" happened a little too fast. Like it's only been uh, yeah. it's, how many weeks has it been? What, maybe six, seven? Has it? Oh, has it been that long? Yeah, it's been going on for a little bit. So let me think. Yeah, it's been over a month. Okay. I just I just was handling this poorly because if mm-hmm. he is really truly that into Quinn, then mm-hmm. you need to quit your job. Right. There shouldn't have been a question of whether or not you're going to stay at Forrester. You just need to quit. And you need to find a job somewhere else. That way now you don't feel obligated to um I guess be loyal to Eric and Bridge. You're not mm-hmm. lying to them about anything and you can do what you want. Right. Um so <clears throat> yeah, it, it was uh, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear the the I love you's until I kind of felt like it was coming when she told him that she was going back to Eric or when she told him that Eric wanted her back and they were, you know, standing there like crying and staring at each other and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh Lord, they're about to well, here's to my their thing. love for each other. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. They don't love each other. They're in lust with each other because all they've been together is have sex. That's it. What happens when Quinn wants to do something shady? Is Carter going to be still in love with her in that moment? Probably not. Right. You know, or when she wants to do something and Carter is the voice of reason to say, no, don't do that. Because personality-wise, they're complete opposites. Now, I know that they say opposite attract, but they haven't actually lived real life yet. They've just been having sex capades. Right. So I I think they're caught up in the moment. You know, they love the fact that they can enjoy sex with each other, but that's the only love I even see in that. That they just love having sex with each other. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally agree. I, that was one of the things I said when um, when they first Start or 
her and Eric mm-hmm. finally decided that well, not decided, but when Eric wanted that divorce and she kept going back and messing with Carter. Um, mm-hmm. One of the one of the things that I said was, that's not the type of person that Carter is okay. With. Like her, the things that she does, her little schemes and her little games and stuff like that. That's not Carter. No. So, is Quinn going to stop doing that kind of stuff to be with him? Probably not. Because we all know Carter isn't going to put up with that the next time that she of tries to, to pull a scheme. So, yeah. You know, that's why I'm saying, like you said, it was quick. They all caught up in this emotional moment and how attracted they are to each other and the sex is good and whatnot. But that's why it was so easy for her to go back to Eric. Yep. Because they actually have a marriage. Now, I saw in the comment section on some of the social media pages that they're blaming Quinn for using Carter. And it's like, no, he's, he knew what he was getting into. Yes, he did. You know, don't make this all about her and villainize her. She, He knew exactly what he was getting into. This is your this is your boss's wife. Right. So for him to for people to say, oh, if he goes back to if she goes back to Eric, she just used him. Uh no. Mm-mm. I'm not buying it. Yeah, me neither. Nope. Sorry. Because if he didn't learn his they got caught and he still kept going back messing with her. Yeah. Like yeah, Carter. because they told him, I need mm-hmm. you to be done with her if you're going to continue to work here. And you still continue to choose to see her. That's a choice. Right. So, no, I don't. Nope. He got what she, he, they both got what they wanted from each other. Nobody used nobody here. Yep. Not in the least. Not in the least. So, yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, please stop. Y'all just don't like Quinn. Yeah. And y'all want to make him look like, you know, now if, if, and I'll, I'll call it as I see it, you know, if I felt, or we saw some signs of Carter being used, like he didn't know parts of what, what this entails or whatever, but that's, that's still a reach because you chose to be in that situation. Right. You know, so I don't know how could I even get to the part where he could have been used in this situation. I just don't see it. Yeah, not only. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. It it reminds me of um, how people always blame Steffi for um, the reason Liam and Hope weren't together. Steffi was manipulating him. She she was using him. Um, she was lying to him, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, Liam is a grown man. You can't take somebody that doesn't want to be there. And yeah. Quinn, okay. Quinn didn't convince Carter to have an affair with her. Carter knew what he was doing. He made that choice to have an affair with her. Yeah, I mean, that's the same crap that Brooke was saying. Oh my God, she manipulated and used him mm-hmm. to do... This, that, and the third, and it's like, mm, no, Brooke. You always want to make excuses when you're trying to absolve somebody. He right. He's a participant. You know, and I mean, he had more freedom out of anything because he was single. 
he didn't have to sleep with Quinn. Right. You know, if you wanted to be with somebody or feel like you can console, why not somebody else? You know, and I mean, granted, this is a soap. It keeps the drama. I know we're trying to talk like we, but, you know, the thing is, is that, like you say, you want to make it look like, oh, Steffi, you manipulated Liam. Liam is not a dummy. Right. He can be, he can be weak sometimes, but he's not. That's exactly, that's the description. He is weak. That's what his problem was. Yep. Because nobody, and we said this, and without digressing too far, we've said this many times before about Liam with that whole situation and Thomas and that mannequin. He didn't have to go straight to Steffi's house. Mm-hmm. He chose to go straight to Steffi's house. She, he, she had no idea what was happening in that moment. Right. Now, he showed up on her doorstep. He showed up on her doorstep and they want to make it look like, oh, she manipulated him and she did this. She didn't have no idea that Liam saw what he saw. He should have went home. If he was going to go home to anybody, he should have went to his father, his brother. He should have just went home and waited for hope. Exactly. No, you go to, to your ex. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I mean, in Carter's case, you know, it's the same thing. You didn't have to. That's your boss's wife. You know, like, look, this ain't a good idea. I know we feel in some kind of way or whatever, but you're married and your husband is my boss. Yeah. So, but he chose not to. So, no. Did he get used? Absolutely not. Nope. Nope, nope, yep. nope. So, yeah, like I said, people that have posted that are probably Quinn haters. So. Yeah, sure. So, what um, opinion of Quinn and Eric were technically weren't divorced yet, and she mm-hmm. was having her little flings with um, Carter. Do mm-hmm. you think that she owes Eric the truth about what's been going on? So, like they 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 broke up, but they, their divorce wasn't final. Eric said he didn't want anything to do with her, so she kind of moved on with her life even though their divorce hadn't been final yet. Let's say that it wasn't it wasn't Carter and it was okay. somebody else. Do you think that she owes Eric not not Carter, but her? Do you think she owes Eric an explanation to what she's been doing since they agreed to to get their divorce? That's tough. Okay, so that's a good question, girl. Mm-hmm. Very good question. Um Okay, I can see it two ways. I can see one way because they have made it, verbally made it official that we're no longer together, we're getting a divorce, blah, 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 blah. And she decided to move on with her life in the process of paperwork, blah, you know. So for folks that see it that way, I can understand it, okay? Mm-hmm. On the flip side, there is also part of, some folks that think that nope until your divorce is final that's unfinished business and if you've done anything on your husband because you're still legally contractually married then you may have to explain yourself so I I mean I can see both sides I you know Mm -hmm. 
I mean, what are your what's your thoughts? Um, I think so. I guess there's two two ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. And I know I said let's say if this was it. Let's say Carter, but I guess when you when you throw that one out of the window and you just stick to um it, you know, she's having an affair with Carter basically. It kind of mm-hmm. makes a difference because Carter is a close family friend and she works for Eric. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she does kind of owe him the truth mm-hmm. about that. Okay. Um, but I think that that should come from Carter because in my opinion, it's more so Carter that is being unloyal to Eric than it is Quinn because Carter okay. Carter um, to stay away from in order to, to continue working at Forrester. Now, if it wasn't Carter, I don't think she owes him an explanation. I don't think anybody okay. owes him an explanation because if it's somebody that has nothing to do with Eric or the family or his business, not a close friend, any of that, and you've told me we're over, um, I'm filing divorce papers, and I move on with my life while waiting for these divorce papers, then that's that's me moving on with my life. And it just so happens to be it happened faster than what our divorce, you know, the pace of our divorce did. So I I definitely, though, think that her and Carter owe Eric the truth. You say they don't? I, I, I think they do owe Oh, they do, yeah. The only yeah. thing about um, and see a lot of people, I've seen some more of the comments where folks are saying that Quinn is going to end up pregnant. I don't know about that. I mean, it's possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is in her late 40s, if not 50. It's it's possible. Possible. Um. But, I think she's supposed to be in her 50s. She's in her 50s in real life. Mm, let me see, because I know she's... Oh, Rena. Rena Suffer. Rena... Oh, yeah, she's 52. Yeah, she's 52. Okay. Well, I mean, some folks like, oh, she gonna pop up. She gonna pop pregnant. She gonna pop pregnant. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if the writers are going to go that way because how some kind of way has got to come out that they've been seeing each other in the process. Yeah. Now, are they going to continue to sneak around? Because here's my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, she's been, as she said to Shauna weeks ago, Mm -hmm. she said the sex was mind-blowing. Do you think she can still be satisfied without that mind blowing sex by staying with Eric? Uh, well, I guess it depends on how much she loves Eric. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I I feel like if you are like truly like head over heels in love with your partner, mm-hmm. then it won't matter how good sex was with previous people you've been with. Because that person makes you so happy that even if even if the intimacy isn't at the same level as far as skills, 
that you're so happy and, and in love with that individual that it doesn't matter to you? Um, well, I will say that from, you know, I listen to a lot of relationship experts and gurus and things like that. Even though it's not the tight, I mean, the top priority in a relationship, it is an extremely p- important part of the relationship. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if, because here's the thing, she's got a taste of what that's like, right? Mm-hmm. Of having this, this mind-blowing sex that she's referring to. Is she going to be okay with what Eric brings to the table and just living the lifestyle of being a forester matriarch without the mind-blowing sex. Because obviously if she said that, he's definitely better in bed than Eric is. Yeah. So is she going to, she's going to have to be okay with that. Is being a forester going to fulfill her? Otherwise, she's going to be right back in the same box that she was because even though he was around, he wasn't giving her that emotional energy. But Mm -hmm. now can she actually do this without the mind-blowing sex that she was, or the different, what's the, how do I want to word this? Um, I mean, everybody's sexual encounters are different. So, is she going to be okay with not having those encounters with um, Carter with the ones that she's having with her husband? That's going to what it's going to come down to. Because now, is she going to start craving that now that she no longer has that? I guess I feel like if that's enough to stray you away from your husband just just the fact that this because think about it she didn't want to go she didn't want to go back um carter told her to go back and that's that's the other thing about this is that she was teetering on whether or not she should go back to eric correct i feel like if you're question if you're like questioning it that hard Mm-hmm. Then you probably don't didn't really want to go back to him. You're just that's what Eric expects. That's what you're used to. And you what you have what? going on with Carter right now is like so going to be so wrong in other people's eyes and harder that that was just the easy answer and the easier you know, thing to do. You know what? I'm gonna say the same thing I said about Eric. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the same thing with her. If you mm-hmm. are not a hundred percent getting back with somebody, don't do it. I said the same thing with him. If you want a hundred percent with what everything that happened with Quinn and Rich and Shauna and that whole thing, and you were holding back, he shouldn't have got back with her in the first place. I'm gonna say the same thing with Quinn. Now that she's half-hearted about this, actually. Um, Carter had to push her back to her husband, she shouldn't go back to that dude. Because now you're doing the exact same thing that he did. Right. You know, I mean, because she was like, 
then there's you. And I don't know if I, I want to be with you. And he like, nah, man, this is everything that you wanted. You wanted your husband back. Don't. And so if somebody got to tell you to feel some kind of way about something, that's a problem. You should already know whether or not this is where you want to be. Exactly. So I, I, I just, I don't see her actually sticking through this thing with him and then the other thing is that she's now going to have to deal with Ridge and Cor- and Brooke all over again uh, that was one of the things that I was thinking about too was like you're not this isn't just Eric taking you back you're going back to having to deal with Brooke yep and her meddling so I when they were having the conversation or mm-hmm. when you know Eric was saying that he wanted to get back with her Mm-hmm. That was I'm like Quinn. You need to tell her now if this is happening, and I know she probably doesn't feel like she's in a position to make demands. But at the same time, he's the one that's asking. I would have been like, if this is if this is happening, then you have to start defending me. Like I'm not gonna come back into this marriage only to have you um, taking up for Brooke every second and allowing Brooke to disrespect me and allowing her to just walk up in this house whenever she wants to um allowing her to demand that you know I I don't want to do or that I get out of the house or that you divorce me what I mean because she goes in there and she demands stuff you know how Brooke is so I she should have put her foot down in that moment and kind of gave her little demands or ultimatums about what she needed if they were going to work out their marriage. And she didn't do that. Nope. Nope. That would have been the perfect time to do that. Now, I do hear Eric say things that he didn't protect the marriage and he Mm -hmm. didn't defend her and all of that. So I'm wondering if that was his way of telling her that he's going to do better. I don't know. But she needed to demand that, like you just said, of him. Like, look, if I'm going to come back to this, there's a lot to come with this for me, especially dealing with your family and your ex-wife. Yes. You're going to have to stand up to them. If you want me back, then you're going to have to stand up. Because, I mean, it's not going It's going to be a waste of time for her to go back and Quinn do this stuff. I mean, Brooke do this stuff all over again with her. She gonna go flying back to you know, to car. The other thing is who's to say Ridge and Brooke won't keep both of them under a microscope? Oh yeah, for sure. Watching what they do, how they move, are they talking to each other, the little whispers and all this stuff. You know, I mean, I don't know if she's really, truly want to go back to that life. That life was just not fun for her. She always had to fight with them. Yep. And then to make it worse, Eric wasn't standing up for her at that time either. So, go ahead. I was going to say, I bet that they will have him do some once he tells um, Brooke and enraged that he's getting back with Quinn mm-hmm. I bet they're going to have him do some big speech to them telling like putting his foot down with them about her Keisha 
Uh, did I miss something with? Because I don't remember this part. Quinn returned to the mansion, but still slept alone. What was that about? Uh, I don't know. Because I, I do that. remember. I don't seeing, remember that. Huh? I remember seeing them sh- showing Eric sleep. Did they say she slept alone or he slept alone? That she slept alone. So I don't know what that I was about. Missed something. I must have missed. I mean, I thought maybe I missed because I was doing a lot of moving around this week. So um, I thought maybe I missed something. No? I don't. Hmm. No. Was... I remember him singing to her. Mm-hmm. Maybe I missed the last scene of the episode on Friday. Okay. But I, I remember I, him. Thing... Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just in the living room and he was singing to her. Mm-hmm. And they were having their little martinis and stuff. Okay. Christine, there was like this long shot of him laying in the bed. Okay. So maybe I did miss it. Maybe I missed something in that scene. Well, I mean, he was singing and then she went to bed. You saw her in the bed by herself? I saw him in the bed. It was like this long shot of his face and he was like laying down mm-hmm. asleep. But he was by himself. I think he was. I don't know. They really didn't give us no context on what did they just said. Did she say, because she said, I remember her saying, I want to go up and get ready for bed. And that was it, and so I don't I don't know what happened after that. That that was weird. So I don't know if she did not want to sleep with him or yeah, maybe she, she got sleep. out of the bed or something at some point. Then mm-hmm. if that's the case, just okay. So let's go on that theory that she got up out the bed and didn't want to have nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. That's a bad sign. Which means that yeah. she don't need to be there. If you can't right. sleep in the bed with this man because you know that your mind and body belong somewhere else, you already starting off on a bad foot. Yeah. And she probably has a, a little sense of guilt. Of course. I can see that. I can most definitely see that. You know, she would feel guilty because she just she was just sleeping with Carter. Yeah. What the the day before or that day when she had right before she went over to get the papers or sign the papers or whatever. Yep. So, and now you land in this in your husband's bed. Yeah, that gotta be tough. Yeah. Yeah, she shouldn't have went back. But yeah, that took me by surprise. I did not expect Eric to. Because I remember, what was that? That had to have been like Tuesday. It was either Monday or Tuesday. And I happened to, somebody posted in the group because I hadn't caught up to a lot of the soaps until later in the evening. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm in the middle. <laughs> Listen, I'm in the middle of moving boxes. And I saw that pop up. And I'm like, oh, no. I got to, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I was I was definitely taken by surprise. I didn't I thought maybe they were gonna try to make Quinn and Carter a couple. But when they said that yeah. Eric decides to take her back, I'm like, 
what? And it's funny because um, so when Sheila popped up and they had to, yeah, I I was thinking to myself like, man, I bet, I bet he doesn't think Quinn is so bad now that he, you know, reliving all the crap that he went through with Sheila, and and here we are. <laughs> well, yeah, because remember, I think I said this last week. I said that look at the trade off. He traded. He he got rid of Quinn and ended up having Sheila instead in the family. And he even talked about that. Because remember, was that Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Eric said, you know, with all this stuff going on with Sheila, it had made me think, you know, it's not so bad. I didn't have it so bad with having you in my life. I'm like, that's why you got back with her? Because right. She, I'm like, man, y'all crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, yeah, I was shocked by that. So, did you have anything else on Quinn and Carter? Um. Oh, okay. So I I turned the episode on real quick and fast forwarded. Mm -hmm. So Eric fell asleep on the couch. While, when they were sitting down there drinking and stuff and she went upstairs and got in the bed. Oh, she okay. like put a, she put a blanket over him and walked upstairs. Oh, okay. So nothing nefarious about that. He just fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I'm glad you cleared that up because I don't remember that. Yeah. Was that you. the end of Friday's episode? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that part at the end, so yeah <clears throat> okay um anything else on that one no i think we've exhausted all the frustrations <laughs> and questions about that situation <laughs> all right well let's jump into this other storyline with finn what is we got some stuff to dissect so that wedding happened on monday right Oh, then the wedding happened last week. That was last week. Okay, so I'm trying to... Because the, the most things that... The, well, the biggest things that I've seen out of this week was Finn and Paris. Start right there. And that heart emoji between um, Finn and Sheila. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Let's hmm, dissect the whole thing with Finn and Paris. Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that Finn has involved Paris in his secret of the fact that he's communicating with his mom. I don't think that's fair to her because he was basically like, don't tell Steffi. That's not fair to put her in that position, um, to possibly have to tell Steffi. Mm -hmm. And it's also weird to me that you're sharing secret like that with another woman mm. like you don't you don't even know Paris like that they really I feel like they really just started to get to know each other because they haven't really been in scenes together or anything before not saying that but maybe behind the behind the scenes that there was a friendship there and they just weren't showing it on screen but you know how it is like mm -hmm. when we don't see two people that have really interacted then to us it's like you guys don't even really 
you guys aren't even really friends. You don't even really know each other like that. So why are you sh- this kind of stuff with her? Um, and then, of course, the whole thing about when um, Zende came over because they were going to go out and she was like, well, he shouldn't be alone right now. I need to be here for him. It's like, girl, you don't even, again, you don't know him like that. And that's not your place. That's his wife's place. Go out with your boyfriend. (laughs) Why are you canceling plans with your boyfriend to comfort another man? Like, cut it out. Yeah, that's why I, you know, my thoughts with Paris is that because I know you were saying that Quinn, I mean, that uh, Finn put her in that position. She putting herself in that position. She She's telling him, you can talk to me about anything. And, yeah. you know, like you said, the whole situation when Zenday comes over there to say, hey, let's go out. We got a date. You break your whole date with your boyfriend to be with somebody who got a wife for that purpose. You know, that's why I'm like, she's being a hypocrite right now. Mm-hmm. Because she was all over Quinn Carter and this whole thing. When her sister went through this whole thing with Zenday. Now you doing the exact same thing that obviously is probably going to lead into something else. Right. You know, and it's like, this is not your place. Why are you putting yourself in the position to be um, where you're keeping secrets against his wife? This girl offered to have you stay in her house. Yep. All of this. I mean, it's like, no, I, I don't feel sorry for Paris in this moment because you stood on this moral high ground for so long and then now you're in a position where you're choosing your moves is just not it's out of place there's no way if you can say what you said about quinn and and carter and zoe was doing what she was doing and i mean they were a little bit further along with the flirting and the sex and you know all that but you're getting there (laughs) yeah i mean this man you clearly know Steffi does not want this woman in her life, period. Mm-hmm. And you're asking fans, you can talk to me about anything, you can tell me anything. Okay, guess what? He just dropped a bombshell in your lap. What are you going to do with that? She kept it a secret. Yep. So whatever happens at this point, that's on her. You know, and yeah. that's being too because he needs to stand up to say listen I know how you feel about my mom I know what she's done in your family but you gotta understand I need to process this I you know and I mean it's it's a tough situation I will give it to the writers for actually coming up with this storyline because man that's a tough situation to have Sheila Carter as your mother yeah. But the way Steffi is, she's more of a dictator. You can't. You won't. He mm-hmm. won't. It's like, really? I mean, I get it that, you know, hey, but she's telling her father, oh, no, he understands. You don't know what he's doing. 
you just saying that because that's what you want to happen. Right. So, I mean, what's your thoughts on it? Um, like I said last week, I don't, I don't like that she's demanding that he stay away from mm-hmm. his biological mother. I don't think that that's fair. Um, and I, I think that she should have been more understanding to the fact that that's a, that's a huge thing for someone to find their bio parent and for her to tell him, you can't, you're staying, stay away from her. I don't, I don't want her anywhere near here. Uh, mm-hmm. to do that and it's causing as you can see now it's causing him to be a liar because now he has to hide the fact that he talked to his mom and that he has communicated with her so yep. in a cycle not saying that um that it, that's an excuse but mm-hmm. I mean, this is a result of her basically demanding that he stay away from Sheila as he feels yeah. like he has to hide it from her. Um, I mean, but mm-hmm. I was just going to say, but at the same time, Finn also has to take responsibility that you're lying to your, your spouse instead of yeah. being an adult and putting your foot down with her. You're mm-hmm. lying to her about what you're doing. And it's gonna. This is gonna cause problems in their marriage, especially when Steffi finds out that Paris knew about it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure her first thought is gonna be, "Why did you feel like you could tell Paris and you couldn't tell me?" Well, that's because you drew a hard line in the sand talking about what he can and won't and can't and won't do. And like you said, I totally agree with you. I mean, her making this. A dictatorship in regards to Sheila. You talking about someone who has been wondering about their birth parent for years. That's just not going to go away. Especially now that you know that that person actually exists. Yep. It's just not going to go away because somebody tell you to just shut it down. You can't think about it. Forget about it. And it's like that's a, he want to know where he come from. Right. Or who this person is, or have a connection, or see who she's about. Now, granted, I just don't like the fact that they still haven't taken the DNA test. Yeah, that's what true. we need to get to because, like you were saying last week, you know, they just automatically threw this storyline together and say, "Hey, yeah, Sheila is your mom." Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's nothing to. Except the fact that Jack said, oh, yeah, she tried to contact me years ago. I knew Sheila was his mom. Okay. Do a DNA test. If you can do, if you can have Kyle do a DNA test with Harrison, you can have these two do a DNA test. So, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't made that a part of the storyline. Right. Um. But yeah, I told, I mean, I agree with you. This whole thing is a mess that you, you don't feel comfortable putting your foot down, foot, putting your foot down, telling uh, Steffi, no, I need to, I need to figure this thing out. You got to let me do that. Right. Instead, he's pigeonholed or back in a corner where now he got to talk to somebody outside of his wife, which is Paris has made himself available. Her thing is, she should be like, you know what, I understand where you're coming from, but I need to stay out this mess. Yeah, nope, she got, right, she got right in the middle of it. Go ahead. I feel like 
has it's put she's putting herself in the middle of everybody's stuff. Yeah. Like you said, in the middle of the, the whole thing with Carter and um Quinn, she kind of put herself in the middle of the triangle with Zenday. Mm-hmm. Um her sister and Carter. Now mm-hmm. she's putting herself in the middle of this drama. And it's like, go sit down somewhere. That makes her look <laughs> like a busybody. Mm-hmm. She's in places where she should not be. You know, it is one thing if she stumbled upon something, but just like that wedding that Quinn was having, she told you not to be there. You showed up anyway. I mean, right. It's like, girl, like you just said, go sit down somewhere. Go sit down somewhere. And I mean, and then after all said and done, then you're talking about Carter saying, oh, what's, what was she telling? Was she telling? Yeah, Carter, before Zoe left, you can work things out. Y'all should get back together. Then why did you blow it up in the first place? Because exactly. they were getting back together. Yeah. <laughs> and you ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. And then you turn around and say, okay, y'all can fix this. Thanks right. to you, it's blown up. What do you mean? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Paris is getting herself involved. She looks like a hypocrite. Because I honestly believe that the writers are going to push her in the direction of Finn. Not just keeping that secret, but the overall attraction. Yeah. And she understands me. And she was there for me. I can imagine Finn saying something like that. I could too. You know, because they connected on, well, who was it? Um, uh, uh, um, on their fathers, I mean, on their parents, because uh, Paris was talking about how her dad and she didn't know this and that, and I needed to know. And then he brought up his mom, and they connected right in that moment, and yep. connected so much that you broke your date with your boyfriend. That says a lot. Because yeah. if I was that dude. I mean, if I was in there, I'd be like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you going to be here for him? He got a wife. He just posing his little behind right out the door. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I thought maybe he was going to say something like that to her. Like, like, why do you feel like, why do you feel the need to be here for him? <laughs> but he was like, oh, yeah, that this has to be hard for him. That didn't, girl, that was so unrealistic. It was. Definitely. I don't see too many guys because men are territorial. I don't see too many guys that's going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, stay here with this man who has a wife and it's hard for him. You need to be there for him. Right. What that even tells knows. me is that you're not interested in her either. Or that you're an idiot. Or you're and an idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of two things. Either you didn't want to go on a date with this girl in the first place or you're an idiot. So what did what did you think about when he did send Sheila that heart emoji back, mm-hmm. and she was like, "He loves me." Mm, what about I'm it? Like, uh, Sheila, slow down. <laughs> I just her reaction, to, her reaction oh, to me was just a little over the the top, simply from a, and from him to somebody that he doesn't even know was weird. Like, yeah, that's your bio, mom, but. I, if I had just met my bio parents, I'm not sending them heart emojis. Well, here's still, the interesting thing. It, it's not 
shocking because of Sheila's mind state. If this was somebody else, then I'd probably be like, girl, please, slow your roll. But with Sheila, her mind state is different. I could see her acting like that. Look at look at how she was acting when she was left the Forrester house and she was standing over there in the in the woods or the trenches, laughing and carrying on. So it didn't surprise me that she reacted the way that she did. But um you know, it's just crazy that I I they, I will say I like the storyline. They just need to clean up the the edges of it because some mm-hmm. of it is like it don't make sense. Do you think um, Steffi and Finn's marriage will survive through this, or do you think this will end up breaking them up? If he continues down that pathway with Sheila and she continues to be in the in in that thought with that Sheila is the enemy, of course it's not gonna work. It's just not because the foresters wanna have nothing to do with Sheila. And if Finn wants to have Sheila in his life, it's gonna be one or the other. And I could see Steffi giving him an ultimatum. Yeah, me too. Because she's just that type of person. You know what? It's either me it's me, me and your son or your mom. Yeah. You know, so I'm curious to see what direction they're going to go. But listen, I want to backtrack a little bit because mm-hmm. they must have flipped the whole Quinn and Eric storyline because like I say, it was out of the blue that he asked her not to get the divorce because didn't it look like to you over the past several weeks they were grooming Donna to get back to him? Yes. You know, with all of the her looking at the pictures and my honey bear and all this kind of stuff. So maybe they scrapped that realizing that folks wasn't interested. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that they backtracked the queen. I just thought about that when they were kind of trying to push the whole Donna narrative. And now we don't even see her. This is like the, I feel like the second done this with them too, because this happened, I think back when the whole thing came out about Quinn um, scheming that whole thing with Shauna and Ridge. Mm-hmm. They kind of they kind of alluded to um, possibly putting those two back together again, Donna and Eric, because she was having her little flashbacks, and I think she was talking to um, again, once again, talking to Katie mm-hmm. about you know her memories with Eric, mm-hmm. and then nothing happened. I think they even had um, they had the two of them in like a couple of scenes together where they were being a little flirty because I remember thinking to myself like he's he's you know basically disrespecting his marriage with some of the stuff that he's sitting there talking talking to Donna about because they were basically mm-hmm. talking about their marriage and like the the good times in their marriage and stuff like that and then they just completely went away from it and put them back together so this is like mm-hmm. the second or third time that this has happened <laughs> Yeah, so maybe they, they every now and then they continue to try it, and then when it don't work, it's like, eh. Because I, I, I thought, sure, they were going to try to take Eric down the whole 
pathway with Donna, and then now Donna hasn't been on this week, and it's been all about him and Quinn. I think this is a, a good opportunity for them to put Donna and Carter together. Ah, that would be interesting. And create a, oh, listen, that would be great because here's the thing, then Quinn is going to be looking some kind of way seeing Carter move on with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And she's stuck because she's the one that's married. He's not. He can move on. Right. You know what? That's a good one, girl. Huh. Yep. That would be good. <laughs> Because, I mean, what can she say? I mean, she can't get pissed off because you ain't supposed, nobody's supposed to know that y'all were still sleeping with each other. Right. That would be perfect. That would be a perfect perfect. situation right now. Ooh-wee, that would be a good storyline. And especially if Carter falls for Donna. Yeah. You know, then Quinn is going to be, ooh, Which I wouldn't mind seeing I wouldn't mind seeing Carter and Donna actually like really being in love. I, I wanna see Carter I wanna see them um build a family for Carter. Okay. And, you mean like make him get married and stuff? Yeah, marry him he doesn't have any kids. Like I'd like to see that for him. Mm-hmm. And he can't I mean, I guess they could do that with Quinn. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it's not impossible for her to get pregnant. There's been women her age, some older. Right. It's far and few between, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess they could do that with them, but I, I would prefer, I would prefer to see them, um, have him build a family with somebody else. Okay. And I think I think that would be, I don't know, I think that would be cute with him and Donna. Okay. That would be interesting. I mean, I would be open to seeing that because, she, I mean, Quinn can't say anything. It would blow up her spot. Right. You know, so if she see Carter moving on with Donna and they're happy and they progress, like you say, into maybe something solid, marriage, whatever. Yeah, Quinn will be losing her mind. Most definitely. Yeah, so that would be interesting. All right, there's another part. Going back to the Finn storyline, um, Sheila warned Jack about ordering her around after she kept his secrets. What the heck? Did uh, Have they been sleeping together? So, did you see the end of Friday? Barely. Because I had to replay it. I'm like, what happened? Yes. He he had an affair with Sheila. So Finn is his biological son. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. He had an oh, affair with Sheila. I missed, that's the highlight of the day. Oh my God, I missed that. Mm-hmm. He had an affair with Sheila back then. Um, while And this was while he was married to, to Lee. Oh, wait. And oh, he passed God. off. Yeah, he passed as just a kid that he wanted to adopt, that he convinced his wife to adopt. So the <laughs> wife doesn't know that that's his either. And, and so, Finn doesn't know that that's his biological father. Right. So Sheila was basically saying, 
uh, you better chill out before I tell your family. I blow up your secret. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. And I remember seeing some people in the, in the, the groups speculating that they, you know, wondering if he was uh, Finn's biological dad or not. And it turns well, out he is. good because a lot of folks were speculating Eric and a lot yes. of folks like, how is that possible? That's too close to home, even though, you know, uh, Ridge and Eric are not biological son and father. So that's technically not his biological granddaughter married to possibly Eric's son. So I'm glad that eliminated all of that. Me too. I'm glad it turned out this way instead. Yeah, well, that means that this guy that plays Jack must gonna be on on screen for a while. Yeah. Because then a whole bunch of secrets gonna have to explode because now he gotta back off if he wanna keep his marriage and he don't want Finn upset. He's gotta back off. Right. Yeah, because my thing is you cheated on your wife with a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. And had a kid by her. Yep. Yeah. No. And convinced your and convinced your wife to adopt him. That's exactly. The right Not only did you have an affair on me, but you got somebody pregnant and then convinced me to adopt your your love child, basically. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. That was good writing, though. I'm glad I found that out. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, girl. Okay. Well, at least I got some clarity on that one because I could not, you know, I, I, I missed that end part of that yesterday, so. Yep. All right. Did we cover everything on both? I believe so. Okay. Well, that was a good show. Um, let me see what I got for. Hold on. And Spencer got quiet. I don't hear him. Oh yeah, he's sitting. Oh, staring okay. outside. Oh. <laughs> Look, he just looked back at me and rolled his eyes. Oh, Did you hear your he name? Must have heard us talking about him. Yeah. Like mind y'all business. I'm my money man. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so for the Young and the Restless for the week of August 23rd through the 27th, Victor and Ashlyn settle some unfinished business. Adam receives a warning from Victor. Nikki strikes a nerve with Victoria. Phyllis extends an uh, olive branch to an adversary. Lily realizes Billy has been hiding a secret. Ray discovers clue about Mariah. Moses is pointing in the right direction by Devon and Nate. Tracy's back to tell Jack about her new project. Nikki and Victor's fail to see eye to eye. Sally spies on Jack and Phyllis. Why? Why? Say that again. That last Sally. One. Sally spies on Jack and Phyllis. Oh. Um. Let's see. Kevin and Ray get a break in the case. 
and saved his questions from Moses. Mm, okay. It don't sound like it's that interesting. Um, okay, so and then for bold Brooke and Bridge share a romantic rendezvous. All right, whatever. <laughs> um the foresters learn of Eric's decision to call off his divorce. That's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite her being banished, Finn promised not to contact her. Steffi worries that they are not rid of Sheila. So she must find out something. Sheila makes a bold move. Steffi accuses Finn of betraying her trust. Hmm. Well, that's what you get for making demands. Um, Finn winds up with an untenable situation between Steffi and Sheila, and Sheila tries to find a way out of her current mess with Steffi. Okay, so that's what we have. Oh, somebody set up some blackmail. A blackmailer provides some unsettling terms. That must be that whole conversation. I don't know. That's weird. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that that's Jack and Sheila. Gotta be. Unless somebody finds out about Quinn and Carter. And then it says an unexpected reconciliation is experienced by, well, that's the same thing. So, yeah. All right. And we're going to do our final. That's it for recap. So we have to see what happens next week for the 23rd. Um, What do you have for your flip the script this week? Um, My Y&R flip is Lily putting her foot down with Billy about meddling in Victoria's love life because I'm tired of him. (laughs) It's as simple as that. I'm tired of Billy telling Victoria that she's making a mistake and trying to tell her how to how to manage um, her relationship with Ashlyn. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. She kind of put her foot down with Billy this week a little bit when Billy popped up at the house. Victoria mm-hmm. did, but I need Lily to also like voice that to him that he no needs problem. to stop. Um, on Bold and the Beautiful, it would be uh, when Finn told Paris about being in contact with Sheila. Uh-huh. Paris should have told him that he needs to be honest with Steffi and not hide that from her. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Um, my my young and restless flip the script is um where Sally should have told Chloe, you know what, I'm going. Let me <laughs> let me figure this out. You know, stop telling me what to do. You know, I understand you worried about Adam and whatnot, but you know, I haven't gotten through this life, you know, this life without trying to figure it out for myself. So she needs to kind of set some boundaries with Chloe, even though she is her boss. Um, mm-hmm. And then with the young and the restless, I mean, with bold and beautiful, I'm sorry. Zenday should have said, uh, what are we doing? I mean, we had a date schedule and you trying to stay here with somebody who I understand he going through some things, but he needs to discuss that with his wife. Right. That's what my flip. Because, I mean, he just walked out of that too easy. Oh, yeah, he was going through something. Okay, I'll talk to you later. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was hoping that he would be like, no, you might, we don't, we have a date schedule. You gonna cancel me for him? 
Right, and tell her that's none of her business. <laughs> exactly. That's not, I mean, you need to let them figure that out. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can see if you give him advice, but you're going to cancel our whole date to stay with him. No. Mm-mm. Nope. So that's what I have. Well, it was a good show, girl. We got through it today. I know it was a little bit later than expected, but hey, if things happen. We got stuff to do. So I get it. Um, but um, I appreciate you guys continuing to come back every week. Our viewership is continuously going up, so I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, keep supporting us. Keep listening. Keep coming back every week. I know you guys send post messages like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this. Or, um, you know, hey, you know, uh, I really enjoyed this. So we want to continue to provide quality recaps and content for you guys. And we really appreciate you guys coming back every week. So unless you got anything else, girl, that is it. Nope, I think I'm good. All right. Well, you guys have a great week. We will talk to you all next week to discuss the recap for the week of the 23rd of August through the 27th of August. And until then, bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless Bold and the Beautiful Long Haul Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.